That's very loud. Okay. <laughs> Shall we do it again? Yeah, lean, lean right. back. One, two, three. Boo! Lean back further. Be better, be better. <laughs> Let's not be so quite vocal on our boo. Should be a bit more spooky. Let's try another one. Go on, count us in. One, two, three. Boo! Boo! Welcome, welcome, dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest in a long line of staggering stories. Wake Podcasts. up! <laughs> oh, I'm Crumbly. I'm Asda Man. Ah, we're getting the wrong order! Speak! <laughs> Speak! Fake Crumbly! I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I'm Asda Man. He said Again. <laughs> I'm still Asterman. And I, yes, I am Asterman. Can we start that again? That was just so wrong. And the only thing I could think of was a suspicious stain on Donald Trump's underpants. But we're not allowed to do politics. <laughs> so, Crumbles, would you like to start again? Well, this time, yeah, we'll go to you, then back to... Special si- Silent McSpeaks, not at all. <laughs> just lean in and shout. Silent one. Right, I'm Crumbly. I'm Asterman. I'm fake Crumbly. I'm fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I am yes. not Asterman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's true. He's not is... orange. Unlike the sky today. Mm. Mm. Oh, yep. Yes. It's all Blade Runner out there. Yeah. Slow and orange. It's the end of the, the world, world as, as we, we know, know it. it. I just hit my microphone. Ooh. That's how close to I've really balls this up there we go I've got it <laughs> see it's even affected fake Keith yeah and I'm usually she's I'm been affected usually almost on the yeah. ball <laughs> shut up all of you <laughs> and now the news as Crumbly could be bothered to say it's falling asleep would you like to introduce the news <clears throat> pardon and now dear listeners for your delight in delectation hang on we- you haven't done welcome to podcasts what number it is? My coat's falling on the floor. <laughs> this is going terribly. <laughs> it is. couldn't go worse. Oh. I blame Jean. <laughs> You're right, she said what number it is. It worked perfectly fine last time. It did, didn't it? You just said I'm... He did the first did, time and then we redid it and he yeah. didn't. But that's what editing's for. He Excellent. doesn't need to say So we have everything we need apart from an intro here? Yes. Right. <laughs> Two. Then what is it, Crumbly? Four. Oh. Five. Six. The vein in Keith's forehead is throbbing. Eight. We're all grown ups. <laughs> anyway, intro to be decided. Beside, it's the news without President A. Thank goodness. Doctor Who news. The famously abandoned, partway through Doctor Who story, Sharda, will shortly be released. Again. 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 This time, 
Tom Baker and co. will be bringing Sharda to completion in an animated fashion, taking the existing location film work and filling in the gaps with animation and newly recorded voice work. Numerous other versions of this once mythic story now exist, including the 1992 VHS release, which featured Tom Baker narrating the missing parts, later released on DVD, an audio version starring Paul McGann with an extended edit released by Big Finish, a novelisation by Gareth Roberts and its audiobook as narrated by Layla Ward and John Leeson, and even an unofficial fan animation that features most of the original cast reprising their roles, most notably absent being Tom Baker. Oh. Tom said of this new version of Star... Star? Was <laughs> Tom said of this new version? No, he didn't. That's Anthony Ainley. <laughs> Shada was one of my favourite Doctor Who stories. I have many fond memories of shooting the location scenes in Cambridge. And it was disappointing not to finish the story in studio. I am so glad that BBC Worldwide orbs have found a way to bring fans a complete visual version. Crumbly there doing his impression of John Coleshaw. <laughs> <laughs> it is set to hit retail as a digital download. Do analogue downloads exist? On the 24th of November 2017 and on DVD and Blu-ray on the 4th of December 2017. Just in time mm. for Christmas, folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find it probably quite jarring that you've got live action, then you've got animation, then you've got live action, the then you've got jar animation. It's going to be the voices suddenly mm. dropping yeah. by about yeah. 30 yeah. years. And after 40 years. One or two of them are dead. Yeah. It's going to be very quiet except all you can hear is the glass moving over the Ouija yeah. glass. So yeah. um, there's going to be two versions of K9 then, because on the VHS it's David Brierley. Oh. And it just suddenly cut to John Leeson in animation. Unless they're going to get John Neeson to do all of the dialogue. I think so. But they'll also get rid of Kef McCulloch's music, hopefully. So there's a plus side. Ooh, that was bitchy. I'm so sorry. (laughs) How unlike you. No, I'm sorry. It's just I was listening to um, A Big Finish and they were using Dominic Glynn's version of the theme and I hate it. Oh, I love it. And that's what was stuck in my head. And when I heard the name Kef McCulloch, I thought of Dominic Glynn. You're you, you <laughs> listening to the rub-a-dub version? I, I, I have, don't know. I have to say, though, there's a number of old black and white episode stories which are only missing one episode. Mm-hmm. Here, here. I would much yeah. rather have seen one of them dusted off than yeah. yet... Another, Another version. Sharda. I think, I think yeah. this is the sixth version, isn't it? Couldn't they have just done an audio version? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> they may as well just done the audio version. Let's face it, re-recorded it from scratch and yeah. done audio. Yeah. But yeah, there's other stuff that I would, I'd much prefer they'd put their efforts into, but... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what Was Power of the Daleks a pilot for this Sharda project? Maybe. It's the same people doing the animation, isn't it? Okay. But this time it will be in colour. It will be in colour mm. from the outset. Yes. Hitchhiker's Guide news. Oh, yeah. The, hexag- the hexagonal phase incoming. Oh, mm. The 40th anniversary of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy will be upon us in 2018. As part of the celebration, it will be returning to the radio waves for a new series. Ooh. The hexagonal phase, as it will be known, will be based on Owen Colfer's book. And another thing, the official sixth book in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy trilogy, originally released in 2009. Is that an oxymoron? Yeah. Yeah. Is that an Irish welder? It is. (laughs) Simon Jones will, of course, be back as Arthur Dent, with Geoffrey McGiven returning as Ford Prefect. Yay! (laughs) Mark Wing Davy is coming back as Zaphod Beeblebrox. Mm-hmm. And Sandra Dickinson will be taking the role of Trillian, the late Susan Sheridan, being the original radio version. Yeah. John Lloyd. She was dead. Yeah, yeah, she passed away a few years ago, ago didn't yeah, she? A years ago. 
Was it just after the uh, the cancellation of the stage play? I think so. In Crawley that after, day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I feel a bit sad now. <laughs> she voiced Moomin Mama in the... Uh... Oh, well, she deserves to die. And John Lloyd will return as the voice of the book. So he mm. did book four, five, and now six, yeah. didn't he? Mm. Did he do three no, as well? No, he, I think no. he's done it before. He did it on stage. Okay. Yeah, he did it on stage. Okay. Yeah. Simon Jones yeah. said... <laughs> it seems all extraordinary that it's been 40 years since we recorded the first pilot episode for BBC Radio. How modest our expectations were then, and how amazing a worldwide phenomenon it became and continues to be. I never expected to be still be searching for a decent cup of tea and some kind of answer to life, the universe and everything, almost a lifetime later. No mention of Marvin? No. No, I don't think oh. Marvin was in the book. Remember, so. Oh, they could drop him in, couldn't well, they? No, he died it... in one of the... Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Spoiler me. Spoiler me. Book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 20 years old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is it. I remember the book, and I don't remember being very impressed by the book. I quite liked it. it, it yeah. I thought it was a better Douglas ending Adams. than Doug's Adams' yeah. uh, final I, book. I was impressed, but I've completely forgotten everything about it. So, so, be, so have I, I've got to admit. I don't remember being impressed by it. That's all, that was all I can remember. I think have this, to read it again. Yeah, this has spurred me to re-listen to series one to five and then do the audiobook of Owen Kofer's one, the sixth oh, okay, book, yes. before it gets released next year. Then I can compare the two. Yeah. Any more news? Trevor Martin. Dead. Dead. Actor Trevor Martin, perhaps best known in these parts for playing the first ever stayed version of the Doctor... I snuffed it. <laughs> Very Gee, delicate. I was, I was just about to say this should be a respectful one. No silly voices. Yes, I mean, I'm going to spoil it. I'm Fulci El Presidente. No, no, no. no, no, no. Anyway, you're the one who read it. Therefore, you're the one the who wrote it. Actor Trevor Martin has snuffed it. Aged 87. Yeah. Good evenings. Yes. His first brush with Doctor Who was actually in 1969, where he played the Time Lord in Patrick Troughton's final story, The War Games. Ooh. In 1974, he trod the boards as an alternative fourth Doctor in the short-lived but never forgotten stage <laughs> play, Doctor Who and the Daleks in the Seven Keys to Doomsday. Never heard of it. No. In 2008, those audio mongers, Big Finish, brought Martin back to the role with their audio adaption of the play, but more on that later. Ooh. Other works of his include the likes of Jack and Ori, very good old children's programme for us old people. <laughs> Thanks for filling that in. Zed Cars, <laughs> Inspector Malls, oh, yes. Coronation Street and The Bill. Everybody's been in the bill. (laughs) (laughs) And Coronation Street, isn't it? I actually saw him at a Comic Con a few years back. And Mm. he was sitting at the table, not a soul near him. I went over and got his autograph and that kind of stuff. But it was like, I don't think people actually realised who he was. Yeah, you don't recognise him instantly. No, no. And there wasn't many other Doctor Who related actors there. But yeah, he was a nice, nice chap. Apparently, I met him at a uh, convention back in the 80s. But oh, you're a bit drunk. As I don't remember a lot from the 80s. <laughs> Is that the one where she slid down the wall? stoned out of her tiny mind. No, I was... <laughs> stoned out of your tiny mind. I was mind. inebriated out of her oh, tiny mind. <laughs> you were pissed. Yes. Mm. Plastered. Often... 
And for a very long time. Still are. Yeah, she is now. I piscillated before it was invented. Animal no. news. Yes. No. Ooh. Have an addendum. I have an addendum. Oh, comma. What? Yeah. A newspaper had to report, this is a major piece on Doctor Who that they reported, <gasps> because it's obviously never happened again. Now uh, we've got a female doctor, right. she's getting a new sonic screwdriver, a yeah. new interior, and they're doing a new exterior. Well, this is a rumour. New so exterior. exterior. Yes. Uh, well, every now and then they build a new tower. Oh, so they're they were changing the, oh, the costume. Not, not changing oh, her particularly. This screwdriver, <laughs> does it have three settings? I have to say... <laughs> Virtually every doctor gets their own sort. It was just like, really? This is not yeah. news. But we also may have the last Christmas special. Oh, this yeah. year? It's yeah. Christmas. Yeah. The news is Chibnall's not doing the Christmas special. It's just rumour. We don't know for sure. Yeah. Just do an episode at Christmas that isn't Christmas related. It's like Morecambe and Wise saying they didn't want to do it. <laughs> maybe yeah. pressure may be brought to bear. I don't know. But further, if we continue with that rumour, it suggests that there will be ten episodes. Yeah. Next year, yes. but an hour, hour long. long. But an hour long. Maybe Which they could will... do a Halloween episode for yes. a change. That that will yeah. muck up the America, BBC America. Yeah, all the because they don't like how long programs. No, no. Space and whatever they go have to have the... an hour and a half slots. Yeah, they'll extend oh. it for ninety yeah. minutes. Mm, wow, it'll be like movie length. No, we'll see if any of that is true. I suspect the redesigning the, the sonic screwdriver will be true. Well, yeah. Well, and the outside of the because yeah, after how many ever years it's been used, the police box is going to get. Blue. Slightly damaged. And well, they, 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 they build, build a new one. They build a new one virtually every season. Yeah, yeah. Capaldi got yeah. a different one every season, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. The, the old Matt Smith. No, no. Then he had the glasses. Please box. Oh, right. oh, the exterior. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but they've kept it basically the same. They've kept it the during same. the year. RTD's era, it's yeah. the same. Moffat's era, it's been the same. Yeah. They mm. they build new props. Yeah. 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 Well, she could have a sonic lipstick. No, oh, no, you no, sonic no. Ass. And seriously. <laughs> No. no. Now it's Sarah Jane Yes, yeah. sit there quietly and don't speak for five minutes. You're grounded. <laughs> that includes making silly noises. <laughs> well, I was going to say it's going to be a pink tortoise. Oh, <laughs> you sit there quiet. No, actually. That's reverse psychology. You've got to talk non-stop for five minutes. <laughs> you watch Happiness Patrol. Oh, Ooh. no. It's got a pink TARDIS. Yeah, but God, you can't make her do that. <laughs> I wonder what it will be like. Will they go back to more traditional white interior look? I, I don't know. Not. I love well, the cluttered did, look. They did bring the Hartnell TARDIS back for a bit, and it was a bit blank, wasn't it? It was just yeah. a bit yeah. washed out like it was in the 80s. But you could do a modern take on that. It could look could. quite good. Yeah. I, I really liked, oh, it's probably not popular, but I really liked um, the TARDIS that Sylvester was in for the, the okay. movie. Yeah, mm. that's yeah. what I liked. Yeah. That, that was yeah. the first time it really opened yeah. out and looked mm. like somewhere someone would be living. It was a bit like tertiary, like a, wasn't it? A, a room mm. to live in. Well, apart from Doctor Who's TARDIS from uh, the movies. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that's just different. That belonged in a junkyard. Yeah. <laughs> Any more news? I have two. Oh, Count oh. them two. Addendum. Addendums. Can I guess? Role-playing? No. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, figures? No. Good God. No, 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 no. Uh-oh. Go on then. Mr. Urbane explains what it would take to, for him to reappear as Judge Dredd. Oh, probably a hat. Yeah, yeah a helmet. Uh, yeah, helmet. Uniform. Uniform. Yeah, they, no, they've got... We, as we know, uh, Rebellion are doing this uh, Meg City One TV series. Yep. And he has said, or put it on record, that he would be interested in recreating the role, re-returning to the role, if the stories warrant it, if it's a decent enough story. Mm-hmm. He's saying he, he won't do it just for to tie in okay. the films. Mm-hmm. He, he wants a... a mm-hmm 
mm. dedicated story to do it. Yeah, what is Stallone saying? Again, sort of held up. <laughs> How that falling with the next Trek, uh, Trek film? There isn't a next Trek film. There are no at the moment. Oh. There are no plans oh. for Star Trek it, Four. Last one bombed. Although yeah. they had yeah. they had greenlit a fourth, but yeah. they've retracted. Don't yeah, they? Oh, she enjoyed the last. Oh. The, the, the last one. I don't understand why the last. I one don't know bombed. why it, it was a perfectly good. Why didn't you yeah. watch it? Tell me why didn't you watch it? <laughs> People out there, I did. I enjoyed it. Yeah, mm. I yeah. thought it was very good. I think of all of them, it actually felt most like the series. It to ended some on a fist fight. What else can we have for <laughs> William Shatner? <laughs> okay, so Dredd, anyway. what's your second one? Egos. Oh. Egos. 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 So that's Stranger Things reference. Yep. There, there is a Stranger oh, Things Ego card game oh, coming out. Remember I mean, what an Ego is? This sounds delicious. Uh, egg, Ego, Ego is, is, is the waffles. waffles. It's the American yes. brand waffles. Oh, okay. Uh, apparently it's being made by Has- Hasbro and it's a card game. With little circular cards. With little uh, circular cards. Okay. Yum, yum. Yep. Can you eat the cards? Probably not. Oh. You could try. Well, probably could. <laughs> and and my last point is uh, that Stranger Things is coming back on the twenty seventh of October. Yay! Watch it. 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 Just after they put up the price. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, it's only a couple of quid. Fifty p, I think. Actually. There you go. It's even worse. Even better. <laughs> I know what I meant. Season two better be fifty p better. <laughs> <laughs> Any more news? Thank God for that. We okay. are news dealt. Um, In honour of Trevor Martin, yep. who has recently Shuffled died, off this mortal coil. we decided to listen to Doctor Who and the Seven Keys to Doomsday Ooh. on audio. Yes. Mm. This is what we thought of it. Now we've got to cue the music for you Pause to fall asleep. Music. <laughs> <laughs> So, Karen, tell us what you thought. Well, it was my interesting. initial <laughs> thoughts were that the cat was really heavy and warm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I... It was just after lunch, wasn't I, it? So. Yeah. This, this, no. Adam, what did you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is taken from a stage play. Yeah. See, I've worked that out because at the beginning... <laughs> At the they, beginning, they came in to find their seats, and it was, it was like the beginning of a play. That's because it's before the credits started. It was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you was awake for that bit. No, yeah. I was also awake for the TARDIS materialising on stage and the Doctor coming out and collapsing, and Jenny... Jenny? Yeah. Jenny wanting to run to help, but Jimmy... Yep, yeah. Jimmy, yep. Saying, no, no, it's part of the show because he was a moron. And Jenny realising <laughs> it wasn't and going to help the Doctor. And they both went into the TARDIS and their fun adventures began. Oh, actually, well done. That's a, actually, yeah, it was Jimmy who, want, who wanted his help. No, it was Jenny. It was, no, it was Jimmy. Jimmy thought it was an act. Yep. Idiot. Do you, do you remember who played the Doctor that fell out the TARDIS? The Doctor that fell out the TARDIS wasn't Trevor Martin because no. when he went into the... Because his voice was much more high-pitched. Yes. And when they went into the TARDIS, he quickly regenerated into the crustily-voiced Trevor Martin. <laughs> yeah. mm. It was a nice use of words yeah. there. It, it sounded like quite a younger actor. It did. Who I was think it? it was Nick... It was indeed. Nick Briggs. Voice yeah. of the Nick Daleks, Briggs. Nick oh. Briggs. Ah, there you go. Which, I don't know if it ties in with the uh, Portsmouth play, was it? Yeah. Daleks, was yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, where, at the That's end... Dal- 
Apollo Master Plan. Doctor Jet, Doctor Master Plan. Sorry, yeah, he yeah. regenerates into Nick Briggs. Yeah, uh, now he's generating from Nick Briggs. So maybe into, they're tied in those yeah, two. Do you know who played it on the stage play originally? Probably not Nick Briggs. It mm. wouldn't have been Nick Briggs. They, I believe they had a video. Yeah, because so he was, comes in hiding his we, face. Take his wig on. Yeah, in a perky wig. Yeah, yeah, and then they show the regeneration as a as a morph on the screen with oh, slides, right. <laughs> and then he takes off his wig and he's suddenly Trevor Martin, the new Doctor. It seemed to me that his portrayal, at least here, I don't know how it's changed in the decades, but it felt like a cross between the two Johns, John Pertwee yeah. and John Hurt. Mm. And it also mm. felt a to bit me, Cushing as well. One I, 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 what are your names? It's more, it more William Hartnell for me. Yeah, I would have okay. gone I would have gone more sort of a, a crusty, slightly more aggressive Troughton. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, crusty, aggressive <laughs> Troughton. Yes. Yeah. Because to me, his it's voice sounded a bit John Hurtish. It did sound it very did. John Hurtish. That's Hurt, where the, grump, the grumpy crustiness came yeah, in. That yeah. was very... But the actual lines, a lot of them seem to be straight from Pertwee, which would make yeah. sense because it was written yeah. by yeah. Terence Dick. Yeah, Terrence Dick at the end of Pertwee's run. Mr. No Neck. So let's pretend someone hadn't heard it at all. It happened to them. It was written originally and submitted as um, an episode. Ah. Wow. And it was rejected. It was originally written and submitted as an episode for Doctor Who. Not sure mm. about that, but I know. So, <laughs> if you if you've gone through past the, the blurb and actually listened to okay. some of the other bits on so, that big finish. So essentially, after they help this dying person, the Doctor kidnaps two more companions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically. Basically. takes them to an alien planet. Khan. 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 Now was this the same Khan as the Sisterhood? It's before. It's before all of that because it's not because Tom took over in 1974 and this was done in 1974. Of also written by Terence Dix. Yes. Ah, so yes. There's, there's a lot of ideas in here that do get repurposed for other... Mm. Key of Time. Key yeah. to Time, yeah, the, the Crystal. The green yeah. Death, the mm. computer. Yeah, the basic plot is there is some ultimate device or power which is spit up into seven, seven crystals. Seven crystals. Key to Time, MacGuffin. Key yeah. to Time. Yep. And yeah, the Doctor has got to find them, put them together and give it to the Time Lords. Yep, for okay. safe mm. and, it, and it can be for great good or, or great, great evil. bad. Evil. And yes. it was... Originally constructed by some kind of mysterious old ancient masters. Nothing to do with the masters. Well, the masters of Khan. The guardians. Yeah, yeah. 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 And the, the Daleks, of course, are after it. After it, yeah. Because yeah. that's now, what they do. in the first episode, the, uh, what are they, crab creatures or whatever? Yeah. I was reminded of the Macra for some reason. Mm. I was reminded of South Park. Crab people. Crab people. actually. Chlorantulas. Chlorantulas. See, you would have known this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know how they did it on stage. Right? I did notice there was a particular effect, sound effect, whenever they mm, appeared. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Somebody shuffling in a bad costume on stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they they meet a guy, a, a group of random people, don't they? They're also looking for these things. Yeah, yeah. the resistance fighters on Khan. Yeah. That they're just yeah. stranded on Khan. Yeah. But slaves. Do the good guys win in the end? Ooh, well, some the of them do. Kind of win. <laughs> yeah. Did Ginny and Jimmy make it to the end? Well, oh. Yeah. Oh God! Please tell me, Jenny well, and Jimmy you, make it to the end. I'll tell you what. There is They've a scene to watch. where Jenny hides in a Dalek casing. So it's oh. the Daleks, yeah. Planet yep. of the Daleks, yep. the uh, ultimate adventure. adventure. 
I don't know if it's Curse the Daleks, the other stage play as well, but I think that's Probably. a theme in these Dalek stage plays. Someone gets in a Dalek. And hides. Yeah. yeah. Unless she's tricked a into a Dalek by Missy. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Did she survive being in the Dalek? Only just, because mm. she decided she was going to climb out and shove the Dalek shove the towards Dalek the, the Daleks. Yeah. So they destroyed it and everyone thought she was dead. Yeah, yeah. everyone thought oh, she was in it. That yeah. must have been very convenient. Yeah, it was a <laughs> convenient plot point. It got exterminated, yeah, because yeah, we, we didn't see this happen. She just went, oh, no, I wasn't in there. I just got out and no, pushed the Dalek they, in the corner. No, because they sussed out there was an intruder in their midst, and so they're going around asking the uh, password. Ask it, the right? password. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Primitive Daleks would have thought they'd have some automatic system. Yeah. Sure they <laughs> Scan her. These are, these are pencil and clipboard Daleks. They yeah. didn't yeah. notice the fact that they had a female-sounding Dalek. Either. No, they, they completely they didn't. didn't sound yeah. Dalek to Much of the Emperor Dalek did sound a bit like um, the parting of the ways. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was definitely Nick Briggs again, wasn't he? Totally. Did the Dalek. Totally. I, I actually quite enjoyed it. I mean, for a stage play and for the time period it time yeah. it had to cover in that stage play it's actually not too bad a story and whilst i couldn't imagine it being a story now mm. i could imagine it being a story there. filmed at the time it was presented it, it kind of fits in as a, a maybe a five four or five parts if they padded it even as no, no, it would be a, an eight part <laughs> yeah it probably <laughs> would one for each played. key yeah. sorry each crystal yeah <laughs> it's played as a quest isn't it so it's yeah. quite yeah, fast much, paced yeah. you deal with the guys that you've met then you deal with this computer yeah. and you destroy it with logic which oh, was yes. if, mm. if the last thing I said was a lie no. that sort of stuff yeah, yeah. I always tell the truth I'm a liar yeah, the, yeah. The paradox even though they're on con <laughs> when they when they found the city, it did remind me of the uh, Dalek city on Skyro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you were doing it today, like the Ultimate Adventure. It's a little too busy for the stage. Yeah. If you were to do a Doctor Who stage play today, you'd probably look at something like Blink or Midnight, of course, which they did do on stage. Yeah. Something like that, which is a little more psychological, a little more contained. Yeah. Not so much running around of they, they were, sets which aren't. Yeah. They were big. trying to, to <laughs> literally take the TV show and yeah. put it on the stage, which yeah. doesn't necessarily work. A corridor running episode is not great. No. For the stage, <laughs> and that's what this was. Wasn't it, it was. Yeah, you can get the crowd interaction, but you can't get the Daleks down there. No. Yeah. And you can definitely still sense that it is a stage production, even through his audience. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It, well, they've really recreated it that, quite that, well. Certainly the initial setup mm. in the audience and the chair and the nattering. I did enjoy it, though. No, it, was, yeah. it, it, it is actually well. almost like yeah. listening to a, a lost story. Yeah. yeah. Do Jenny and Jimmy go with him at the end? Well, we don't know. We won't spoil it for you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's, it was left if open. If you don't spoil yeah. it, I'm never going to find out. He comes left open. back from yeah. them. About the, two minutes later. You mean he and, abandoned mm. them? No, no, he, he, he left them. Yeah, and back to Earth. And then comes oh. back for them. So he, he did what the fifth Doctor should have done with Tegan. Yeah, he yeah. kidnapped them, yeah. then mm. unkidnapped them, and, and then, then offered them a ride. So about attacking vegans. Vegans. Yeah. That sounds like a Vegans uh, around here, giant hairy octopuses with it, sharp yeah. teeth or something. That's, like that. Yeah, again, <laughs> sounds and about right <laughs> for a stage play. It's a bit hopeful. It, it definitely was taking some of the stuff from the Pertwee era in that the Time Lords were in control of yeah. the Tardis. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they kept yeah, taking yeah. control and, and of the Tardis. There was a lot about him going on his mission for the Time mm. Lords. Mm, yeah. So, what kind of gravitas did he bring to the role? Well, sort of John Hurtness about yeah. it. Wasn't well, it, it did sound that. Yeah. 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 
He, I, he was effectively a doctor for. Them. Oh yes, so. bit of a grumpy doctor, but yeah. then yeah. so was surgery a lot of the yeah. time. Yeah, it, was, so, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't attempting to be any of the other doctors. No. And it was his own, own man. Definitely couldn't be further removed from Tom Baker, oh, the God, alternative no. false <laughs> doctor. He, could he it? did do a bit of uh, the Venusian Aikido. He, yeah. he did. He I, did. At first, I thought that it was uh, Wendy Padbury. Ah, no, playing no. Uh, playing Jenny. Of course, she did in the she, stage play yeah. in the original. Yeah, she's actually a daughter. Yes. she sounds a yeah. lot like her. She yes. does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's her daughter's name? Uh, Charlie, Charlie Hayes. Hayes. Apparently, um, both mum, Charlie's mum and dad, were sort of sharing memories with Jen, yeah. uh, with her as well about the stage play. Yeah, yeah. 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 in fact, her father remembered more about it than the Padders did. It seems she was <laughs> off her face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oops. Gosh, you know that was a nice, concise review. Mm. Very well done, chaps. Thank you. Thank you. Fake crumbly, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Heather found the script when she was at Wyndham's Theatre? Oh, really? She actually found the stage script for this, um, which I looked after for a while while she was moving around, and then I think at some point she put it up for auction for a charity. Oh, so she stole was... from the theatre. No, they were chucking a whole load oh, of stuff right. out. The yeah. Delphi Theatre, Did they chuck yeah. her out yeah. for thieving? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> What one was it, the Wyndham? Was it the seven... It wasn't this one. Was it the Curse of the Daleks? I don't know. That was a that's... 60s one, wasn't it? That, yeah, that was the 60s That might have been the Wyndham. This was the Adelphi. It was only a four-week run. It didn't do at all yeah, well. So yeah, so it might well, have been I, the I Curse of Daleks that she had because it was at Wyndham. Really, the reason why it didn't do well because it was right in the middle of the RAA bombings. So well, it's a combination. It was also done for the Christmas period, yeah. so it wasn't... a. It wasn't a Doctor Who pantomime. Yeah. Unlike Oswald Adventure. Yeah, <laughs> but it yeah. was designed to be... On over that Christmas yeah. period as well, so I think that it, a lot of stuff was being <clears throat> inconvenienced by yeah. the IRA, but I don't think there was any intention for it to be a long run either. Well, it was meant to go uh, on. It was the meant road. to go on tour. Yeah, the irony that exploding Daleks got blamed by for the IRA yeah. <laughs> years yeah. later with remembrance yeah, of the Daleks. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us what you think of. What's it called? <laughs> Seven it's keys, keys to, to doomsday. doomsday. See, I get or, confused. I think four to doomsday, and then I think keys of Marinus. So yeah. I've got seven or, keys of or Marinus. As you understood it, <laughs> <laughs> we'd like to hear what you thought of Seven <laughs> Keys to Doomsday. You can tell us by writing to show at staggeringstories.net. Dear listeners, we've been watching TV. We have. Mm. Mm. Because it was cold outside. There's no kind of atmosphere. We were all alone. All alone. More or less. less. (laughs) Yes, as you guessed it, we've been watching... Red Dwarf! 12. Point one. 12, yeah. You schmoohee. So, some of us have been watching Red Dwarf episode one, season 12. Or some, some of us have been watching episode two, and ignoring got, episode one. I ain't got no time for ones. <laughs> Straight to number twos. Straight to number twos. <laughs> so what I don't understand, you said it didn't say anywhere that it wasn't. It did. No, no, I didn't on say the, it didn't say screen. it. I say I didn't check it. Ah, I just hit okay. play. <laughs> ah, fair enough. Can't be doing with this choosing. Just give it to me straight. Can I just <laughs> say? Yes. Yep. We've only watched the first episode. Yes. Okay. But I really, really enjoyed it, even though it 
has kind of become last of the summer wine in space. It has <laughs> Hasn't it yes. just? But I think it's Doesn't wonderful. Yeah. They're not pretending to be young. Oh, no, no. You sure? I'm yeah. Um, the same way we don't. Yeah. You know I mean? Immaturity is not it's acting not, yeah. young. <laughs> the Cured, this was called, this episode was. Cured, yes. Our intrepid foursome. Because mm-hmm. whatever did happen to Kachansky? Many Did they just things. pretend she didn't I think exist? she was quietly written out of it. Yeah. Yeah. She, she turned back to Earth, wasn't she? In she, some was in, uh, she was in the bad Blade Runner Did they leave yes. her in Coronation yeah. Street Probably or for the best. Yeah, Hopefully on, the tram squashed her when it fell off the bridge. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, the episode I tuned into. <laughs> anyway, yeah, up. anyway, things are, are getting a bit old and battered. Starbug now has... Um, it's running on one engine. Yeah, running yep. on one engine and seem to, ne- seem to left, need to right? do some sort of left. flash left. dance left, yeah. to get it to start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the starting procedure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they come across an outpost, an Earth outpost. They seem to come across an awful lot of them in this two million years going back They do. Earth. You, yeah. A United Americas. United yes. America one, yeah. They always like to ground it now and again. Not that there's they? any Americans on there. No. A British Hitler. guy. Mm. Hitler yep. was on Hitler. there. Yeah. Yeah. Genghis Khan. Mussolini. Vladimir Palin. Vladimir and Messalina. Mussolini and, yeah, that was it, woman. Was it, who was she? Messalina. 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 Claudius's wife. Oh, it was Stalin. Oh, yeah, Stalin. It was Stalin. Stalin. Yeah, Stalin. Yeah. Hitler turns up at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Hitler was definitely there. Again, he keeps turning up in Red Dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> he, was a, he was a wax man at one point, wasn't he? He, he was, and was then wax, they yeah, went back yeah. in time to give him a knee in the groin. Yeah, just, yeah. just sandwiches. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now, spoiler music, spoiler music. Sha la 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 la. This wasn't really Hitler. <laughs> oh, I, lo- no. I love the lampshade they did to him. Doesn't even look like Hitler. That's, that's <laughs> what I loved. I thought that was great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I seem to um, recognise the actor who played Hitler in it. So what yeah. else has he been in? Well, it can't be Michael Sheard anymore. He's dead. It, it was Ryan Gage. He was the ah. obsequious guy from The Hobbit who was uh, Stephen Fry's second in command. Oh, yes. Yes. And he played King Louis in uh, Musketeers. Ah. Ah, yes. yes. He was very good. Mm. He's 49. Believe it or not, he looks like he's about twenty-five. Jim, what's his name from Big Bang Theory? Doesn't seem to be. Yeah. Doesn't seem to age. Rachel Bakerty has been bathing in the same water you do. <laughs> now, I particularly liked the like jamming, the jamming session. session. Yes. Yes. Yeah, was it, I love to go a wandering on Voldemort. guitars with Hitler. Very smiley Hitler. Yes. Oh yeah. Playing it electric guitars. Yes. And the cat trying to chat or refusing to be chatted up by what's her name? Messalina. She wasn't interested in him. Yeah. So he can believe it. <laughs> Still evil. I also liked the bit where they um all took the who's a psychopath test because mm. yep. we said straight away cat would be the cat because cats are psychopaths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And we had Rupert Murdoch as well, who yes. didn't unfreeze. He wasn't reacting to the <laughs> yeah, treatment. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> this thing was meant to be a place to cure evil. Yes, the mm, idea being yes. it's genetic. Yeah. And you can mm. just flip a genetic marker and you're cured, you get empathy. Burn it out. Yes. Yeah. Mm. They weren't actually you know, the people they were supposed to be, they were just, was it genetic regression? So yeah, yeah, they'd mm. found descendants mm. along the Allegedly. lines. Allegedly. And t- Allegedly. And t- Allegedly. It turns out they're actually just droids. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The guy in the wheelchair was one of the patients. Yeah. 
Yes. Davros? The only patient, yes. So basically, it's a case of. need the wheelchair. Yeah, the lunatics taking over the asylum. I know they're all like 25 years older now and chunkier, and I'm loving Crichton, the way Crichton's body work is chunkier. Yes, he is a bit, yeah. Updates. But it's still an awful lot of fun. Yes. It is. It was last season, season 11, I was very down on because it didn't strike me as humorous at all. And it was just rather sad old people pretending they're still 23. Bear in mind, 11 and 12 are basically the same season. They were filmed back to back. But it it could be the fact that they've done the first lot and they're more into or used to the characters this time. That's true. They Mm. they did film the first six and then they broke for Christmas and then came back to do season 12. Or it could just as easily be that you've got used to them being older. Yeah. No, No, I'm with with you. The last season... There's a... Craig Charles in certain shots is completely unrecognisable. You can tell that he's... (laughs) He's chubby. Well, he used to be a bit chubby. He's he's like knocking on 50. Exactly. Exactly. That's my point. (laughs) I enjoyed all but one from last season. I thought they were really good last year. The one episode that made me laugh uproariously was the drive on that spaceship. It caused people to um, act in a rather... um, the one we were watching at Christmas and your yes. um, son said, what are they doing? And we couldn't watch it. Oh, that's Samsara. That's what I saw being filmed. Mm, that's yeah. it, yeah. And well, actually, it some of the sets from that. Mm. I really don't remember it. Oh, well, the skeletons. The skeletons. The skeletons. Oh, the skeletons. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. sex yeah. drive. I remember. Yeah. 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 And uh, Cat, Cat thought they were playing Twister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of those sets were actually reused in this episode, I recognised. Because mm. I was all yeah. staring yeah. at them for three hours there, while they were filming. I recognised them. I watched episode two. What was it called? Siliconia. Siliconia. Oh, God. And this starts boobs. with Crichton finding the long-lost guitar that they jettison at some point. This oh, is guitar. Yeah. guitar. And yeah. they grab it first time successfully with a grabby claw. Yeah. yeah. And as they're doing that, a big ship comes on and grabs Starbuck <laughs> and takes them in. And let me get this straight. They are, they are caught by the mechanoid intergalactic liberation front. Yeah. MILF. MILF. Yeah. 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 And they liberate Crichton and then take the other three, download them into androids. Oh, that's right. Oh, make wonderful. Rimmer mop floors, mm-hmm. cat iron frilly shirts, Ooh. which is almost <laughs> impossible, and Lister makes sugar puff and grilled cheese sandwiches. Yep. Yeah, and gradually they begin to accept their programming. Crichton attends AA, Androids Anonymous, okay. <laughs> which is just on the right side of camp. That's my favourite scene out of the whole thing. <laughs> they persuade him that he's got something syndrome, where they've been killed. Well, Stockholm. Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. I keep going to say Grimway. That's robots, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Stockholm Syndrome. And then just as they break Crichton's reprogramming, the programming takes over the other three, and it's up to Crichton to save the day, and then a great big orb comes along and upgrades everyone. So it's no need to watch that episode, then. Yeah. yeah. Don't need to watch that. There's a dark secret going on that I won't tell you about. Mm-hmm. On a slight digression, a couple of nights back on the regional news I was watching, there was an interview with Chris Barry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yes, and it was about 20 years of the British Empire. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they had a convention, yeah. aren't they, somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was actually filmed down at Ringwood Leisure Centre. Mm, yes. Mm. I'd seen, accidentally seen a picture of the four of them yeah. done as mechanoids. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Because that. Robert Lewenner had it in his, his office. Yeah. And he did a periscope and he forgot to remove it. So <laughs> uh, that's what I think 
Okay. Yeah, because the whole practically the whole cast at one point is all mechanized, isn't mm. it? Because you've got yeah. the AA Anonymous group. There's a whole group of them. Yeah. They're all mechanoids, and then you've got a load of Mark Twos that yeah, are being they were, subjugated. Twenty odd people in uh, mechanoid costumes. Yeah. Crichton outfits. Crichton outfits. Yeah. 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 It must have been a heck of a job. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it compares to episode one of the series, but I, I thought it was really really funny, and it was back on form from like oh, the classic yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that will go down as one of my yeah. favourites. Although, if you have trouble recognising Craig Charles as he is now, yeah. wait to see him as a mechanoid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even attempt the skin tone. Yeah. No, no, with exactly. the cats, they do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they give him a darker skin tone. But yeah. with Craig Charles, he's they just, just the same as Craig. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I think my problem is I've always found that I couldn't take or leave Red Wolf. Oh, well, it's uh, one of those ones yeah. that I've, I've enjoyed, but I would distance. Yeah, I would yeah. deliberately rush home or tune in. And that's similar to you. Last yeah. season, I, I actually well, just thought, and if it yeah. wasn't, I was re- watching it to review <laughs> this. I wouldn't even have bothered. I think, I think that's exactly what I said for last season. You did, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. if I wasn't reviewing it. I wouldn't have watched it. But really this one, yeah, I this, one, this one, this one had potential. We'll see how we go. Yeah. Like I said, depend. I think it might be the fact that they've played it for. They've already done recorded six episodes. So they're more used to the characters as they were. But they also seem to be a, a Sixth Doctor and Perry thing going on here. Early Sixth Doctor and Perry, snipe, 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 snipe. Later Sixth Doctor and Perry, like old mates. And there's more of that here. Of course, they, they have to do the obligatory sort of yeah. hoping, hoping Rimmer yeah. comes to a nasty <laughs> end. But they're much less bitchy about it. Yeah. It's like yeah. they've grown into their friendship, as it were. Yeah, because in this second episode, Rimmer's the first one to turn and yeah. obey the programming. So they're all trying to still free themselves. And he's like, no, no, no. No, this is great. I love mopping floors. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one that attempts a Crichton impersonation as well, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Well, 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 a mimic, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's, yeah. They do, all th- three of them do it towards the end. Do they? Okay, I couldn't really tell start, to. <laughs> Cat does it as they're going into the arena of cleanliness. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Definitely worth a watch, I think. Yes. Yeah. Oh, very much so, yeah. You know, we did review season four once and never got on to season five. I think we got season five, not season six. What are we must get back to it. We got halfway <laughs> yeah. through one. I Tell know you what, let's about... start from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very good place to start. About three years ago, is it? I think yeah. <laughs> At least. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have not been watching Star Trek STD. We have, though. Yep. You can't say Star Trek STD when the <laughs> okay. ST starts with Star Trek. I have not <laughs> been Star watching... Trek D. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've not been watching STDs. We have, though, so we're going to tell you all about them. After this pause... Thank you. Music. It hurts me when I go for a wee... As we record, episode five came out today. Yep, just there. I think maybe one of us has seen that. Yes. (laughs) It's only three and four. It's been out for a while. So now we've got a new ship. Yes. Mm. New captain. Yes. A new beginning. New crew. And you're more impressed from episode three onwards. I I was much more impressed from episode three. The the USS Discovery, haven't they used it somewhere before? 2001? Yeah, was (laughs) that USS? Mm, Yeah. Was it? Okay. Mm. Not quite so phallic, although... (laughs) Yes. There's always a disappointment, isn't (laughs) there? It's spinny, though. It does spin. It's spinny. 
parts of disc spin. Yes. Mm. Okay. That was funky. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite sure why. Presumably something to do with uh, their new, mm. new warp the, the technology. S- the, spore, the spore drive. Yeah. It's like a rotating restaurant now, yes. is it? Yeah, okay. that's it. Yeah. So it's like the post office tower, is it? That's mm. it. What's that coming towards us? Wait, we'll have to wait for us to come round again. <laughs> there it is. It still has that issue where the trappings of Star Trek, but it doesn't feel like Star Trek at its heart. Mm. It's a story set in the Star Trek universe, but it isn't a traditional Star Trek. That's what I liked about this one. Okay. Yeah, I have to um, say that I liked the, the fact that it wasn't trying to be yet another version of Star Trek from the original series. Because to my mind, a lot of them seem to be, oh, we had this really winning, winning thing and we need to recreate it and generally missing it by a mile. And I like the fact that this isn't trying to be Star Trek. Okay. This is actually being its own thing mm-hmm. within the Star Trek universe. You know, Take it's, good. it's the end of the world now because I've agreed with you again. I know, no, it's yeah. terrible. It's Roddenberry taking, would hate it, though, all that conflict. Oh, oh, yes, he would. yes, he would. It, it's taking the imagery, it's taking the ideology, it's taking the language, the points of reference, everything we know. The ship looks different, but we know what it is. But it's the, giving, the ship is, is Starfleet. That's yeah, fine. Starfleet. Yeah. You, if you if you didn't if you didn't have the um the this is a Star Trek. If someone just showed you that ship, you'd go, oh, that's from the Star Trek universe. Yeah. yeah. So I think in some ways that's what I'm enjoying about it because it does feel fresh. It doesn't feel like they're trying to have a hit again by recreating stuff we've already seen. It's got a tribble. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a pet tribble on his de- on his appeared desk. once or twice. Um, and I just think it's an interesting. It's a different approach. I I am enjoying it. Through each episode, there has been something about it. That there's enough something there to drag me back to mm. watch the next episode. Oh, good. Which I've had since first episode yeah we've got mad captain syndrome we have got mad captain um, Mm. how can I put it slightly ruthless captain yeah it is nice for a change to not have the captain and the first officer as the main lead characters Because the story isn't about the captain no, and the first officer. No, no we're, we're, meant, we're not, meant to well, be with Burnham. Yeah, she is the main character, although they're very much... Oh, they're there, but... It's, important characters. Yeah, yeah, but it's not about them. No. They are meant to be, as McCoy and Spock were, second secondary yes. characters. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Although, they're, they're important, but they're the next... They are tier. definitely part of that trio of, you've got the first officer, you've got the captain, and you've yeah. got Berman. S- you've got Saru. Yeah. You've got, I yeah. can't remember his name, the captain. Walker. Thank you, the captain. Yeah, and the Jason Isaacs. Yeah. Putting on an American accent for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> can't have British captains. No, Maybe, no, maybe no, after no. Picard they can't do it. No. <laughs> French-English captain. That was French, is it? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, what is it? the second episode is more or less set aboard their sister ship. Something has gone terribly wrong with the Discovery sister ship. And they so have the to find out, yeah, find out what's going on. Yes, that bit when they went on board and all the bodies twisted reminded me of the film The Philadelphia experiment oh yeah, yeah yeah i thought they'd all been shot by ice warriors myself <laughs> yeah it was a bit like that they all yeah. been twisted and yeah and yeah. to an extent it was the philadelphia experiment yeah, yes, it is. yeah. yeah. So, something yeah. Could, yeah something had gone terribly wrong that's where they pick up this creature which uh, helps them to do their blitting about the place yeah. yeah i mean i think the other thing with this that i quite liked which in some ways i think homage is back to the original series more than any others is you need an adversary. Yeah. It's all very well going. We're going to explore new places and isn't it going to be lovely and sweetness and light and we're going to bring the world together, Coca-Cola, isn't it beautiful kind of style. But you need an adversary to <laughs> something and suddenly we've got the Klingons back as proper
proper bad guys. Yeah. Um, more of a I'd, backdrop. I don't, I'm not sure I'd call them the adversary particularly. They are at the moment. They're, they're the driving force because of the this potential war the and war that kind on. of stuff. So you've created a reason to, to have this conflict. Yeah. Personally. Mm. But still, as we said last time, so much of the power of the Klingons scenes are lost because yes. of that damn subtitles, yeah. mm. which yes. quite frankly are too small for me to read. Keith yes. has to read them for well, me. Well, you or, I actually, just, or I just insert yeah. my own subtitles. La- last, last time yeah. you watched and it, you were doing your own subtitles. Yeah. 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 And the, the teeth are too big for their mouths. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's just... When they, yeah. when they do that kind of stuff... I'm used to reading subtitles, but sometimes it's late enough. You don't mind if they do the initial, you know, Jaffa! and it will say underneath, you know, hi, welcome to our house. Yeah, but then switch, and then switch start to speaking afterwards. into English. Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like you've had a, tar- a TARDIS translation moment. Mm. Yeah. You know they're speaking in Klingon. We've just established that, but to save you having to read all of this, yeah. we're now doing mm. it in English. I mean, the impression I got from the first two episodes was, with Enterprise, I mean, it's very much holding up, holding up a mirror to the uh, political events of that time because it did go off at a tangent when uh, 9-11 happened and they did sort of base it a lot on, on that. Yeah. To me, who's the um, the leader of the Klingons in the first two ep- uh, episodes? Oh. Kuvma. Kru- yeah, Kuvma. Gets killed off. Yeah, he gets yeah. killed off. So, I mean, he could be made a martyr of. He is meant to be the rallying mm. figure. And yeah, now well, he's yeah, dead. Yeah, the figure and he's dead. So, I mean, he could be made a martyr, avenging. which is very much like, well, what's happening at the moment with them? That's, yeah, what, they were such. That's what they were trying to avoid in the first mm. two episodes, yeah. isn't it? Turning him into a martyr. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and they fail. But in the next two, you don't really see the Klingons that much. Uh, You've got that the... comical one who does the shush <laughs> yeah. on the ship, yeah. which seems like a very human thing to do. But... Um, so, the, the, the fourth episode, you get more of, of back to the Klingons. Okay, mm. in the fifth episode, you get a lot more of the Klingons. You get yeah. to see on their ships a bit. Yeah. yeah. And you get to hear them try Again. English. Although it's oh, clearly, right. okay. clearly yeah. them trying to do English rather yeah. than being translated. Right. Yeah. So mm. it is a plot point then. So that's quite good. So yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to speak subtitles at the moment. The, 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 English. As you've said, Cam, the trouble with the subtitles is you are reading that and missing some more of the yeah. nuances You're of the acting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I don't even like the makeup either. I, no, I like um, what they've tried to do with it, but it just looks fake. Yeah, I'm, I don't know I, what it is about it. I am, yeah. I've got to admit, I am fake. having trouble with the new Klingons. I love the Klingons of the uh, next-gen oh, DS9. Past, yeah, past heads, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I am having trouble. It's. I'll tell you what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Every single one of the features with the Klingons is now slightly too big for the face. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. lips are too big. Yeah. The nose. He does is too look like big. he's had some. He's had an anaphylactic shock. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it's like some sort of surgery gone wrong, isn't it? Yeah. So it means they've <laughs> got they very little movements. Yeah. 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 So there were ridges and lumps and yeah, the yeah. teeth are too the, big. Yeah. I'm hate. I hated. Really hated the the research using that creature. It went, as you said, it went against everything Star Trek stood for, using yeah. a sentient being to fly your ships. There's a lot more that in the fifth him. one. It comes to a head in the fifth yeah. episode. Yeah, the, the, what um, they're doing, the, I, eth- I, the ethics of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know it must get dropped because it wasn't around in Kirk's time, yeah. but it, it was horrible to think I that think, Starfleet were even researching I that. I think that is deliberate. And again, yeah, going too. back to the fan video, Kitima, that got mm. uh, shut down. Kitima? Not Kitima. Axonar. Axonar, the fan vid, is one of the plot points of that is how far you're willing to go in destroying the dream 
to preserve the dream. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Which we, we are getting very much in um, Discovery. How far yeah. are they willing to compromise their own sen- sensibilities? That was in Red Dwarf too, the American Alliance. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> the war against war. <laughs> you don't sign up, then we, we invade well. you. <laughs> but it just struck me as odd that they're, what, 200 years ahead of us? Even now, using an animal like that, we would find abhorrent. But yeah. I think mm. it's. But it's if you're much... fighting for your life, well, at the fighting begin- they, for your. They, they aren't at the beginning, though, are they? Because no. that's a research ship that's been studying this before they hacked off the Klingons. I think, it, if anything, it shows more the mental attitude of. The commander of yeah. I can't remember the his name, Lorca. Of Lorca, Lorca yeah. the, uh, mm. the fact that all he wants to know is why can it scratch through metal? Why is it got Kevlar skin, etc.? Yeah. Kill it, dissect it, bring me the information. Certainly... So it's his mental attitude yeah, he has to, rather yeah. than <laughs> stuff. And certainly in episode five, the one we've just had, it goes more into his motivations. Of yes. what he has done previously, yeah, we how find far out a lot he's more about it. how far he's willing to go, yeah, and why he is to at least to an extent why he is as he is. Yeah, looking at the other characters, I'm loving Michael's roommate. Oh, I think she's Tully. wonderful. Tilly. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Tilly. Tilly. Yeah. Just every single thought that crosses her mind comes out of her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you, you do get the feeling she's she's slightly autistic, and I don't mean that in a nasty oh, way. But totally. You, yeah. But she she just thinks at a different level to everyone yeah, else. Totally. And I also want to know what happened to um, the Willow Rosenberg lookalike who mm. had oh, a full, the, the full head of red hair oh, yes. when Michael was arrested, and yeah. now seems to have some sort of implant. It, it's yeah, and, quite and a few I, of them seem to have that mm. sort of thing yeah, yeah were they yeah. in a battle well or... i think it's just uh, an interface between their brain and the systems i think a bit drastic yeah I, I like... yeah it's very different to original trade yeah. yeah i like with the roommate that she really really wanted to be michael's friend then found out that michael was this yo yeah a terrible said, prison I, I, I only one. know of one other than michael and she was the mutineer yeah. you're not her and, are it's, you? and yeah. it's almost like i know i'm supposed to not like you and i know i'm supposed to not be your friend but i really still want to be your friend <laughs> <laughs> and I still am I. I did like that. Oh, this is good. I can be your friend now. <laughs> um, and I, I know it's an episode that most of you haven't got, haven't seen yet. But she is the first character. She's the first character to actually swear on Star Trek. I was going to say. Oh. You, I thought you were going to say she she's the well, first character flip. to die. No, no, no. She was well, to, 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 to f bomb. <laughs> yeah, she, she f bomb. Well, Frell. I think Data probably the first one to swear. Well, I wouldn't really call that swearing, but. Klingons swear all the time. What did he say? Poppycock? Yeah, but you can't understand it. She said poppycock, did poppycock. you? Poppycock, <laughs> yes. yes. Dash looking, at, looking at some of the production stills and illustrations of the uh, Discovery, mm-hmm. going back to my previous comparison between the two ships of the same name, one of the books in my collection is um, it's called 2001, Filming the Future. Mm-hmm. And some of the original sort of sketches for the USS Discovery are very similar to this one here, sort of the, tri- the triangular sort of um, hull section. Mm. All right, the saucer section, right, whereas with the USS Discovery in 2001, it's a spherical uh, sort of command module the actual sort of similarities i mean are quite striking actually hmm. i think i could be mistaken but i think std discovery is more based on the ralph mcquill enterprise for mm-hmm. the first motion picture yeah it's the ralph mcquarrie stuff that he did mm. yeah. for the original film which was turned yeah, into yeah, ralph McQuarrie, yeah. the tv series which turned into the film yeah Oh, yeah. we're talking about uh, Phase 2? Yes. Mm. Yeah, before yeah. Phase 2. So oh, yeah, it was, it was prototype initial some t- illustrations. Titans? I can't yeah. remember the name mm-hmm. of the, of the In- film. Initial illustrations. Yeah, 
Yeah, but somehow I can't help but draw some you know, comparisons between the two discoveries. Mm. OK, so STD, still thoroughly enjoying it. Yep. Still watch, still enjoying it, yes. Up. Yeah, I don't know where it goes from here after episode five. It'll be interesting to see. I've only got, is it two left before the break? Is it? Oh, so is it not too know. many then? They're splitting it until January. Oh, I hate that. I really don't know. <laughs> Something like that. We've lived through Moffat. It's an American idea that we're importing. <laughs> Say hello to the head of Perwee, everyone. Hello, hello head of Perwee, everyone. And Terence. Nah, Terence flew away. Flew away. Don't say that. It's quite gone windy. To find Catherine. In, in this out, windy, but... could possibly fly away. <laughs> You've been writing to us again. <laughs> thank, you. Thank, you. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, that was We've heard nice. from you. Andrew Scott. Hello, Andrew Scott. He says hello all. Okay, my no. previous email had made it after all. The delivery failure email lied. <laughs> <gasps> Yes. STD episode three was a considerable improvement on the two before. Yes. There was more plot movement in it than in the previous two episodes put together. Yep. The only thing that bothers me a little is that there is currently more moral dilemma in the Orville. Mm. And yes, the Keith Harris bird comes to mind every time it's mentioned. <laughs> With regard to your thoughts on is it a comedy or is it serious? I think it tries to be both. Makes some good points, but sometimes goes for the here's the joke, honk honk. Yep. And now onto the serious stuff. Approach. Mm. You all feel that is. <laughs> Blade Runner 2049 seems to have divided critical opinion, so I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Is disappointment awaiting? Yes. <laughs> no, 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 yes. no, no. No. Yes, Andrew, don't go. No. Karen, I would say disappointment is not awaiting. Sleep. Is waiting. <laughs> and sleep is never disappointing. No. Andrew, it's a slow burn, but now that you know that, you'll have a great time. Yeah, expect it to feel really yeah. slow. If you expect disappointment, you'll be blown I away. To see it. It's good, but don't expect the ambiguity you had from the first film. <laughs> mm. Rubbish. Well, you can never have ambiguity on a second film because you've seen the first film. You know the universe it's set in and basically what's going on. No, the, the basic ambiguity of the first one is Deckard, <laughs> Rapkins or not. Yeah. There is else. no such no, ambiguity. No, we know. If nothing else, it enabled Gene to use the word ambiguity. (laughs) (laughs) All the best. Andrew Scott. It is my real name. I've had it for 55 years, 15 years longer than Moriarty, so hands off. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> We've heard from Pinky. Ah. Hello, Pinky! Hello, Staggerers. Hello, Terrence. Hello, Wataka. Oh, I'm listening to you now. Us, not Wataka. Okay. We've I... been told we have to actually continue to call her Wataka. Wataka. <laughs> we do know how to pronounce it properly. <laughs> I... Oh, I'm listening to you now. Ooh, I didn't get around to emailing you for this. The previous podcast... Oops, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> I watched STD the other day, had oh. mixed feelings on it. Yep. A lot of it did drag, and some characterisation, don't know how to spell that, felt <laughs> off. I'm yep. not yet convinced by it, but we'll certainly give it a chance. Yeah. Give it to episode three. By the end of episode three, you'll probably get me feel better about it. Mm. Yeah. We're another month closer to the introduction of Witaka! Yay! Yay! And the departure of Capaldi. Who's excited? Yeah, me yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. More excited the closer we get. Yep. Be seeing you, Pinky. Be seeing you, Pinky. Can I? We just take a second. Hmm. Fake Crumbly would like to tell us her thoughts. Oh, oh yes. Star oh, Trek Discovery. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, absolutely amazing. I just, I just. Thank you, Fake Crumbly. <laughs> Doesn't she go on? And on and uh, what, on. What about Witaka? Oh yes, Witaka. Excited. Yes, I think we should just give it a go and see what happens and have a nice pink TARDIS with lovely... No! 
You've had the pink TARDIS, it was Sylvester's. You've got her set to 70s Barbie wife. <laughs> no, the Ronnie's TARDIS was a bit pink in one of them, wasn't it? it was yes, bit, and it uh, was from when it was filmed. <laughs> <laughs> and that was being probably splatters of blood. It was a pink film. quarry in the same story, wasn't Any it? Any more feedback? Yes. yes. We have one from Tim. Oh, hello, hello, Tim. Tim. Hi. Attached is some audio feedback. Forgot to mention a news addendum in it. John Leeson is recording his part for the movie K9, Timequake, in February next year, so the K9 movie is looking more certain. Wow, who's playing Omega? And it's got a proper K9 voice. Mm -hmm. And talking of that very feedback, I think we have it here. We do. Let's speed him up so he sounds like a smurf or something. (laughs) Yeah. Hello, Staggerers. It's Tim from Tim's Take on here. Hello, Hello Tim. Tim. Colourboard Amy, Moomin, <laughs> other various members of the menagerie, which has no doubt grown even since your last episode recording. Oh, well, they're replicating. Here's a somewhat belated um, feedback, as it, as it will become clear from some of the contents. <laughs> All right. Uh, but I um, thought I'd drop in a few thoughts on STD. Yeah, yeah, painful. Yep. Otherwise known as Star Trek Discovery. Star Trek colon Discovery. Watch the first two episodes back to back. Uh-oh. So dark on the Klingon spaceship. Can they not afford proper lighting on there? <laughs> it's like an old lady, the Klingons lady now in the 80s odd, to the BBC. And there's now an albino one. Mm. Yep. Yes. Way too many subtitles for me. Yeah. I'd just come home yeah. from work. I was watching this in the early evening. Lost track of a lot of their dialogue because it was just minutes after minutes of subtitles. And I was, the problem is it doesn't really matter oh, most of it. Can't they talk properly in English? Yeah. <laughs> then, like proper Klingon shit. This week I watched the third episode mm-hmm. and things had picked up and it greatly improved less subtitles yep yeah sadly we've lost michelle yo and we now mm-hmm. have jason isaacs but she does make return we have the before. excellent jason isaacs who for some reason is playing the playing the part with an american accent which i thought is odd yeah. when you hire one of the best actors in the uk and suddenly you get him to or he chose to play american ah yeah don't know what as for red dwarf 12 some people have seen episode one on the UK TV Shumpton. player. I'm holding out. Okay. Uh, even though I'm out tonight when it's on, I will record it and watch it when I get home because I'm, I'm old school. I it's still view Red Dwarf as a television yeah. programme and I want to watch it as it was seen on television. As God intended. And <laughs> while we're talking st- Star Trek, I've also been catching the first few episodes of The Orville. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise known as Seth MacFarlane does Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> yep. Completely. I'm really enjoying the audio. Me too. The, the Me gags too. in it are a bit odd because yeah. most of most episodes is played dead straight, and then yep. every so often there'll be a gag. Yeah, and that is proving very good. In that's it's, what annoyed me. Also, <laughs> it's just so noticeable that Brandon Braga, that worked on Next Gen, is working on this because some of the episodes. There was, I'm not not wishing to spoil it for people that haven't seen it yet. Certainly, I think it was the third episode. I, I watched that and I went. That ending was so downbeat, it could so have been a Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Bortus So, we come to the main focus of this feedback. Earlier this year, way back in August, I had a rather eventful holiday in the States. <laughs> you did, yes. Right. Which involved a lot of flying. Yes. <laughs> and included two long-haul flights. So, I was able to catch six movies, because I don't really sleep on planes. No, <laughs> yeah, And so, I may have drifted slightly in and out of sleep through the second of the these lists but the first one was a daytime flight and so definitely saw every frame of these films so i thought i'd give you some mm. not so 30 second recommendations uh, based right. on my okay. airline viewings 
Mindhorn. Mindhorn's a good one. First film I watched whilst flying <laughs> over the Atlantic. Yeah. yeah. I thought this was a lot of fun. Yeah. The Isle of Man is as much a star of this movie as the actors in it. Yeah. <laughs> and genuinely, I will get round to buying that one on Blu-ray. Did enjoy it. Then I watched Boss Baby, which was all right, <laughs> if a bit odd. <laughs> and then I finished that fight with um, Their Finest, which is way more serious. Mm. Oh, yeah. But worth a look all the same. Had moments of humour. So then, several days later, I flew back on a lovely Boeing 787, huge plane, and the first film oh. I watched on that was The Founder. Founders. Excellent movie. Good, yeah. Michael Ma- Keaton playing the man who McDonald's. conned the oh, yeah. original founders of McDonald's yeah. out of McDonald's, basically. Yeah, the franchise. Yeah. He, he, kind of, he was kind of this salesman guy, but he had more vision than they did, is the best way to describe it. And it's a wonderful little snapshot of America at a time when fast food is just being introduced. Then I watched Ghost in the Shell, the uh, new Hollywood live-action version, which I thought was incredibly odd. (laughs) (laughs) You have a fine case of whitewashing, where the lead part is played by a white actress, and in all the other versions, going back to the manga comic, it was definitely an oriental Mm -hmm. um, role. And plus, it's a story... I had real trouble keeping track of the story of this one. It just appeared to start and expect people to know what was going on. So it it looked amazing, but I didn't think much of the story goes in the show. And then final movie I watched uh, whilst flying was Logan. Oh, good film. Or should I say, yes, I finally got round to seeing Logan. Excellent movie. Really enjoyed Logan. Quite dark. Yeah. But, um, yes, wonderful watch. So, yes, there you go. There's some movie recommendations of via flying yeah. most of which you've probably already seen excellent thank you that's a good film that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to see logan and i'd missed it unfortunately because oh. it was on when i wasn't yeah. very well yeah. um and i, I love I'm, I'm a bit of a manga girl so i love um ghosts in the shell I don't know if it helps to have seen it before. I suspect this... I I really had a suspicion this was going to be style over substance. Um, And from what I can make out from other people who like the manga, yes, even if you ignore the whole... Let's ignore the um, yeah. race element of it. It Which, apparently is style over substance. Yeah. It makes sense that they could change her because it is a robot body. Yeah. Mm. So it can be explained. But yeah, it doesn't make it right. But also, yeah, it is a bit of a mess. It's a different story to the, the original as well. Yeah. So you, if you go expecting the original as I did, it's a bit jarring. Not having watched the original and mm. don't know the, the route, I found... It watchable, but nothing special. With something like Ghost in the Shell, which is a manga classic, yeah, yeah. why you either want to make that as a live action movie, which means you take everything that goes with it, yeah, or you're using the title. Why bother? Why not go and make your own film yeah. that's that's using that kind of like cinematic style, but is a new story? Yeah, you know, yeah. it, it kind of doesn't make sense to change it that much that you you're not bearing a lot of resemblance mm. to the original. It is strange. Often the case, though, isn't it? They they take a foreign film and they re-film it in English. Yeah, but lose something in the translation. Yeah, it's happened so many times. But I'm sure we won't get a sequel to that anytime soon. No, <laughs> very well. No. Also, from what he said there, I also missed. Red Dwarf on Thursday. I forgot to set it to record because I was off watching um, Room 101 being filmed. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, was that Pearl, Pearl Mackey? Mackey? Yeah. Pearl oh. Mackey and Charlie Brooker and somebody called Scarlett Moffat who is some reality TV star. Uh, whatever. It's really good. <laughs> no uh, relation, I take it. No relation to Stephen <laughs> Moffat, no. 
there are some shenanigans at the end where they had Frank Skinner, the, the host, record bits where different ones were chosen to what he actually chose during yeah. the main recording. Mm. But as it was without that, Pearl Mackey got two of the three. Ooh. Oh, mm. right. Okay. I have to watch that yeah. one when it's broadcast. Yeah. One was yeah. mosquitoes. Frank Skinner given. is a bit of a Doctor <laughs> Who fan. That's yeah. probably rigged. Yeah. <laughs> And one of the things which I think actually Scarlett Moffat put up was Crocs, you know, those little oh, yeah. plastic oh, shoes. Yeah. And Pearl Mackey mentioned that Colin Baker wears nothing but Crocs. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah, it's it's like absolutely that. true. And she'd met him and apparently spoken to him about it. God. It's quite good to have that come up. Yeah. <laughs> Although it doesn't help us understand why he wears Crocs. Mm. No, yeah. she didn't try to explain why. Apparently they are exceedingly comfortable. They look awful. Yeah. I have never <laughs> ever worn them. No. I do have a pair out of South Africa which I wear on the beach. Okay. <laughs> Better than flip flops. That's, that's allowed. Yeah. That's allowed. Are they I'll allow that. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're okay for on the beach. They? I'm no. not sure I'd want to wear them anywhere but the beach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, but that's your fine gentlemanly upbringing. <laughs> Apart from that, are they actually comfortable? <laughs> they're okay. <laughs> you haven't thought Nothing about special. it. No, they're, they're not that well padded or anything. No. But they're fine for on the beach. And when you get sand in the middle of the you just wash Shake it off. It out. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, that's going well off topic. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us out, crumbly. Yep. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Ah. Oh. Uh, but never fear <laughs> in the next one there'll be more of the same more fun frivolity and jollity more, more crocs more, God. more crocs yes more news and reviews more hold and new so until that F for fornication frolicking <laughs> flatulence frivolous flapjack <laughs> falling flippity jippity she spoke. <laughs> For landering. That's a P. A P, yeah. If we're doing that, philosophical. Philistine. <laughs> <laughs> Physics. <laughs> Philanthropist. <laughs> Fisting. <laughs> Back on the F. Comes flailing towards us. This is me, Crumbly Sam. Be seeing you. Goodbye. Bye. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Staggering Stories Podcast Series 1, number 274, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Crumbly, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, The Real Keith Dunn and Scott Fuller. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and do not necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. We decide. What was it called? (laughs) (laughs) It was in the news piece. Seven keys to Doomsday. Okay. And the Daleks. Oh, my man's a dustman. He wears a dustman's hat. He wears gold blimey trousers. And he lives in a council flat. Just swap. Right, it's working now. No, I mean, it's the, it's the, the length. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll be alright like this yeah now probably don't move an inch you're moving I've got to get near the microphone stop moving <laughs> moving volleyball oh. I, uh, I suspect that might not go down well until after we finish recording I've only ever seen Adam kill a man once so you know it's, it's been a while mm. yeah but it'll be one of us he'll kill <laughs> you're closest it doesn't bother me <laughs>
booming. She's equalised. I have equalised. Mm. La, 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 la. There we go. Did you just start, <laughs> s- well, singing, the holly, <laughs> the holly and the ivy? It's the Moomin duet. She sang a Christmas thing. You're not allowed to uh, say the C word. <laughs> you fell into she, my trap. She Decembered thing. <laughs> We've got this thing, this box. We're putting stuff in. Gradually. It, was, it um, wasn't the holly and the ivy. It's, it's called the December box because he won't let me call it the Christmas box, but, even though it's but, the Christmas box. It is not Christmas I yet. I like your box. It's no, great. it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it is rather magnificent. Very festive. <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't the, the holly and the ivy. Yeah, that's does what does it. The, the bit of what mistletoe hanging down. The, uh, the, the mysterious December shiny rope. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, December shiny rope. Can we do? Can we do the Doctor Who thing that I listen to intently? Mm. Oh, not again! You fell asleep again. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. It's really interesting because because the the the, the theme tune played. Diddly dum, diddly dum. And we're sitting there listening to it, and within five minutes, I've got. <laughs> I was warm and, and cosy, and I had a cat on me, and then. They had the cliffhanger, whoosh, willy dum willy, and she wakes up. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Want to listen to the next one? Yes, that was interesting, wasn't it? I want to listen to the next one. So put the next one on. Whoosh, diddly dum, diddly dum. <laughs> and then, whoosh, diddly dum, diddly dum. <laughs> what did you think? Yes, it was, was good. Wasn't Trevor Martin brilliant? <laughs> awesome. Yes. From beginning to end. Well, I think you can review this in. <laughs> okay, right. Um. Any old iron. Any, any, any old iron. It was always raining when I went camping. Mm. <laughs> it's proper camping. Mm. I never went camping. No, I, mean, I went I, once and that was I it. I don't see the point of going away from... Running water, yep. sanitary products, yep. and a solid walls around me. You're <laughs> closer to nature. Bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> or there's just you and a bit of canvas between you and the nature. <laughs> and the nature. And the, the lion. Nature. <laughs> Take me home. You'd have to walk three miles to go to the loo. Oh, shower, I would... you'd have to pull a chain. <laughs> That's not a shower. That's a toilet, you think? <laughs> <laughs> Just put the baby down there. <laughs> you have to pull it. Oh, it was gross. Alexa, stop. <laughs> stop torturing Jane. <laughs> She's such a whinge pot. It was a little bit blowy out there, and she's talking about staying in <clears> our <throat> spare room. Just well, we once drove in a Category 9 gale. Well, could, could you rephrase that, we once drove? Well, you drove, and I, I offered you moral slept. support. You, you slept. fell asleep. I you was scared. You put yourself Jean, to sleep so on, I would die alone. That's Jean, fear was, for was you. Was the Doctor Who theme play? <laughs> <laughs> it was, I couldn't have heard love. But yeah, that puts her out instantly. I was just fed up of her whimpering. You, know? <laughs> you wouldn't have died alone. I'd have died with you. No, but you Only wouldn't have about it. Yeah, which means that when I woke up in the afterlife, I'd have been bloody pissed.
pissed off. <laughs> you might have survived her. She'd been more relaxed. She's she true. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So well, she came to an, an horrific end. Yeah. Whereas me, absolutely <laughs> terrified. <laughs> Shouldn't have driven in a storm then. <laughs> there wasn't a storm when we set off. Yeah, you must have caused that on purpose there, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> like when we were driving down Snowden, I made the mountain oh, high and snowy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you. Anyway, Star Trek... Or rather, STDs. Yay! <laughs> I'm just itching to tell you about it. Philandering. Help! Philandering. I'm being held prisoner in a podcast. Please, please send help.